Today is all about creativity, a conversation about getting inspired with a creative project, which I did recently. And I am hosting a creativity challenge, which we started on Monday, a group of ladies where you can pick anything you want. And it is just a way that I felt would keep people accountable to a some kind of creative project because I know how I am. Creativity is the first thing that I'm going to find an excuse to not do. And I used to always say, I don't have a creative bone in my body. Well, that's a big lie. That's a big fat lie that many of us tell ourselves because we were born creative. We have creativity within us. It's just it's suppressed because we live in this very heavy information overload culture and things are coming at us and busy, busy, busy. And when you're busy, you can't be creative because your mind needs the space to allow creative ideas to come to you. And the more you create space for creativity, the more creative you get. And when I say creative, the more ideas come to you. And ideas can be anything. Ideas about what you love to do, what makes you happy, the dreams that you have. Create Dreams require creative space. And so find a creative project. I recommend that. Find a creative project where you can really step into a different world, a non-busy world where it's just you and whatever you're creating and you will get so much out of it. So we're doing this creative challenge. Everybody can pick what they want to do. There's no constraints around what defines creative. That's for each person to pick and decide. But I had finished this project that I'm going to share with you today. I finished this. I did it over the holidays and January timeframe. And it was so rewarding and it inspired me to want to do more creative projects. But the reason why I picked this one is because I think this is a creative project that everyone should pursue. It is a creative project that not only you will benefit from, but the people you love will benefit from. So without further ado, let's hear what is the creative project that I completed, that I had the idea of first, and then I executed on, which was a miracle. And I finished it and it was so rewarding, so rewarding. And it's something easy that anyone can do and everyone I think should do. And now if you're intrigued, keep listening. Welcome to another episode of Living Your Sparked Second Half. Today, I was inspired to talk about something creative that I did recently. It is something that I thought about doing. Do you ever do this? You think about doing something and then you never do it. You never execute on it. <laughs> it's like, I don't have enough time. 
I don't know how, a myriad of excuses, right? But I had wanted to do this for someone else. And I was inspired to do it by something my daughter, my youngest daughter did. So she made these books, these amazing little books. And they weren't very big. They were little, but she made them using a program called Shutterfly. You might be familiar with it. If you are, then you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't Google it, it's an amazing program. And you just go on to a website and you create these photo books. We lived in a time where you had these photo albums, right? So we have a lot of memories. I have a lot of memories in these photo books that I have in my furnace room in boxes. <laughs> and over the years, this might have happened to you, over the years, I had two girls and they were very interested in these photos from when they were children. So they have raped and pillaged my photo albums. They have gone through and pulled out over the years photos and I wasn't really good about saying, put it back where you left it or where you got it from. So they took it, took these pit photos. They probably have them at home somewhere. And I also have a bunch, a pile of photos in a box that I haven't even organized. I remember one time, this is several years ago, I decided I was going to at least try to put them in chronological order. But you, do you know how hard that is to put things in chronological order? I'm like trying to see, okay, when did I have that hairstyle? When did my oldest daughter's teeth fall out? When did that soccer tournament happen? And you're just trying to chronologically figure it out based on the whatever the picture is telling you. And some pictures you just don't even know. It's just a wild guess. And so we've gotten into, and while that was good for them. I mean, we we could take pictures. We kept pictures. We at least organized pictures in some cases. And we have them to still organize when we have time. But then fast forward to the social media world that we live in. And our cameras are in our phones. And we're taking a lot of pictures. Remember, we used to go to the film store. And we only got like, depending on how many pictures you had in a roll, sometimes 12, sometimes remember the 24. Oh my God, I can have 24 pictures on a roll. And they did wait. <laughs> Talk about instant gratification now, you know, instantaneous. Let me see my picture to turn out. Let me take another one. You had to wait, what, a week? And then your picture might not have turned out very good. So we, we have this ability now to get our pictures right away, take our pictures right away. But what do you do with your pictures? They sit on your camera and potentially can get lost. I remember I actually had a camera on this trip and it was before we switched over to totally smartphones. So this is back, I think, 2007. I had a little camera that I took with me. And back then we, we could take a lot more pictures because we had these little SIM cards, but it got stolen. It got stolen at the tail end of our trip. And I was like, oh, I lost all my pictures. And so we can easily do that. Now we have the cloud, so we're less likely to do it if you back up to the cloud, which I highly suggest. But we have the potential when things are digital to lose our photos. And so the other problem and why I'm bringing this up and why I was inspired to do this episode is that, yeah, I had problems throwing photos into boxes and not organizing them in many instances. 
but I have them. I can look, pull the box out and look at them at any time. I am horrible about doing anything with the photos I take. I have a zillion photos on my phone and on my computers, and they're not organized, tagged in any way. And so I decided to do a photo book and I'm going to do more. I was inspired because I've now learned how to do it. Part of the, I think, apprehension of doing something is, as I said earlier, one of the excuses is I don't know how to do it, but it's not hard to learn something new. There's YouTube videos to show you. Plus there's tutorials and a lot of these software programs have tutorials. So I, based on my daughter and her little project she did for two young sons, making these photo books for each one. And she did it right before Christmas. And, you know, they're little. They're One's about to turn three and one's five and a half. So they won't really understand, but she'll have it as their mother. And when they get older, they can have their own little photo book. And I think her plan is to do one a year or every other year and then just take these photos that she's taken, which are a ton. I mean, can you imagine if I had kids now, I'd be like taking photos all day long. And they do that. A lot more photos than I ever took of my kids. And now she has these photo books that have these these memories organized and she's written little vignettes about them and their personalities and how they are at this age. And it's so wonderful. And so, and she works full time, plus she's a mom. So she's super busy. So if anybody has an excuse, she does to not do it. So if you're thinking, I don't have time, then stop that. (laughs) These memories, and think about when you're gone, leaving these cherished memories that are in photo books for your loved ones. And so I was inspired by her because I had gone on this amazing trip last year. And I was like, I want to, and I hope the person who did the trip is not listening because I did it as a surprise. But I wanted to capture those memories in a photo book and give it to her. And, you know, again, you think about these things and they're like great ideas. I can't tell you how many great ideas that I've had like this. And I I just don't ever execute on them. They were just, okay, that was something I wanted to do and I never did. And so this time I was like, I'm going to do it. I remember my daughter who did the photo books for her two sons did a photo book for us. We went on a trip to Italy back in 2012 and she did a photo book for us. And I pulled it out recently. I saw it in in my bookcase and I pulled it out and I spent a few moments going through the book, reliving those memories. And she had written little, little things about each town we had been to. Um, It was a walking tour we did in Italy. I didn't even remember the names of the towns we were in. And I wouldn't even probably have that information if she hadn't done a photo book for me. And my other daughter, my older daughter, did a photo book when her first daughter was born after maybe she was a year old. And I got a photo book on her. She now has four. I haven't gotten photo books on the others. But these are things that I truly cherish. So I decided I was going to do this photo book. And the way I wanted to do it was we weren't the only people that were on the trip. There were other couples that joined 
us on this great adventure. So I reached out to everybody and I asked them to send me two of their favorite pictures of the time they spent on this trip. And I asked them to give me a little paragraph of, you know, nothing long, you know, two, three sentences on their experience, like what, looking back, what they want to say about their experience in hindsight. And so they emailed me that. And I mean, this is, I'm talking, you know, this is probably 10 different couples. So everybody was really great and on board. So I went to Shutterfly. I picked a format and Shutterfly is really easy. They have these templates and you can just pick one and then you upload your pictures and you just drag and drop your pictures into the pre-formatted template book. You pick the book size, you have different sizes, you can pick the, you know, it can be glossy or matte, but you do this. And I didn't even use a tutorial. So you could probably do it without a tutorial, but you also have a tutorial if you're feeling like uncomfortable. And as I was doing it, which took a couple of weeks, I didn't have everybody's stuff at, at once. And so as I as stuff was coming in, I was kind of rearranging. It's very easy to rearrange things. You could also share what you're working on with other people. So if you want to do a joint project, also now that the book is finished, I've ordered it and I'm going to show you just here on my YouTube channel. If you're looking, this is what it looks like. I got this size. It's eight and a half by 11, but it's landscape mode. And so, but you know, you can decide on each page how you want the pictures to look. And so I didn't know how I was going to organize it at first. And so as I got and collected the pictures, it started to come like, okay, I'm going to do this. These two pages are going to be this excursion we did. Um, this page is going to be uh, something else that we all did as a group. There was there was outdoor space and we spent a lot of time, you know, just sitting out on the in the yard on sofas and interacting with each other. So, you know, I'm going to put that as a page. And then I dedicated a page at the end for each couple and their little blurb. And you can, you know, thumb through it when it's done. And I showed it to my husband. You want to like make sure there's no typos. <laughs> That's the worst. You get something printed and it's got a typo. But I was ready to then order it. So I think the the process, and again, I didn't work on it every day. I probably spent like one weekend day really like designing it and organizing it. But then I had a couple of blank pages where I still needed to get the information and the photos from people. And I had a lot of photos of people, but I didn't want to assume that people like they, they might have had a photo they like better. So I wanted them to send me the photos. So one of the photos wasn't high quality. Most of the photos you get are on from your phone. They're pretty high quality. And, and the software program knows when they're not high quality. One of the photos, when it, by the time it was trans, and if you have to be careful, if you get it through email, this is just a little technical tip. If you get it through email, email, because higher quality are larger in size and email doesn't like that. So email will like reduce that quality. 
like automatically. And so I had a couple of photos that when I uploaded into the and put it in the photo book, it, it gave me a little error. I mean, it'll take it, but it says this might not print well. And so, so what I did is I said to the person, can you send it to me in text? Because you can send larger files in text. And that I, I got around the problem that way. There was one photo, just as an FYI, that it was a photo I wanted to use. It had the right people in it and it gave me an error and said it might not print well. It came out fine. It came out like I, I w- did not have, I, I went with it. I said, I'll just go with it. If it's a little fuzzy, oh well. And it came out fine. So one of the things I would like to do going forward is I was thinking I would take photos of these old pictures I have in a box. So I'll take photos of these and then I'll upload them into a photo book. And that the quality might not be great if you do that, but I might try it because to me, I could make some of these photo books and they will be treasures for my children going forward. Memories that right now, who's going to sit through and sift through a box? But you you will put a, a book on your shelf and periodically thumb through and it gives you an opportunity. My mother did little funny handwritten comments under pictures in her photo albums. So it will give you the opportunity to put a little bit of your personality into it because you can type up things and make comments in your photo book. And so I just thought, what a great idea. I need to share this, what I did, this creative thing, call myself not creative for a lot of my life. But I have this, what I believe is this beautiful outcome of a little bit of time that I spent. And now I have these treasured memories and I'm going to give this book to the person who hosted us on this adventure. But I'm going to order myself one too, because then I'll have the memories so you you can, and, and the, the other people who went on the trip can also order the book. So it can serve so many different purposes in that you can share it and give it to other people. So that's what I'm going to do is going forward, I am going to make a book anytime I go on a trip or go on an adventure. And even when I don't, because I think it's really important because everyday memories are treasures, treasures, just as you go through your life, those are treasures. My 15th wedding anniversary is coming up and I decided I am going to, because my husband is so hard to buy for, but I know when you put your time and energy and your feelings and your thoughts, which are what your words are when you put them on paper, when you put that into a book along with photos Like, can you imagine being the recipient of that, that somebody took the time and effort and you have this? Like, how amazing, how amazing. So I'm a big Shutterfly fan. Uh, I'm going to use it again. My, My daughter also did in the past when she did the Italy book, she did that in Apple. It was an Apple book. And now again, this is like going on 11 years, 12 years ago. So I don't know if Apple still has that capability, but I say Shutterfly. Shutterfly is the way to go. And Shutterfly, by the way, has lots of sales. 
So go to their website and sign up, get on their mailing list. You'll get like a coupon for getting on their mailing list. And then they appear, you get emails from them and they a lot of times have special sales. So you pay by the book size, by the different finish. And like when you open the book, it can lay flat. Versus, you know, how some books don't, they kind of sprout. <laughs> and and so if you have pictures that cross, you can have a picture that crosses two pages. So you want it to lay flat if you have one of those pictures. I didn't have any of those pictures. So you you might care about how the binding and how that lays, I guess lays is the, the correct word, how the binding sits in when you open the book. And then you have a page limit that where you get free. Okay, if you, I think it's maybe 25 pages. If you exceed that, then multiple pages, like if you add a page, it costs more money. So they had a sale when I was going through this where you had limitless extra pages. So you could, you didn't get charged for your extra pages. And mine went over. So it it reduced my cost by like probably $30, which was great. So that's my tip for you today is to do something with the photos that you are taking, those memories that will be lost in your phone and never enjoyed by the people that matter to you. And our photos usually are of other people. And so there are people who would highly value the photos that you're carrying around in that phone. And so bring them some joy by putting together a picture book and sharing your feelings about the memories you've made with them. It's so worth it. Hope this has given you some inspiration. And if you do a picture book, please reach out and share with me how it was received and how much you enjoyed the experience. Because that's a big part of it, is I enjoyed this experience, going through it, kind of relived the experience. And that's a that's also a, a part of it that you don't anticipate, but you truly get out of doing this. So I'm curious about what is the first picture book you'll do? Who will it be for? Make one for your grandkids, start there. Bye. <laughs>